the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. It's going to be a good show today. There's a lot going on. September's still here. Don't expect a lot from the market. Average price of gas in the United States hit a new 2023 high. Some states are averaging a lot higher. California is listing right around five cents on average. I saw it as high as six sixty yesterday. But the average price of gas is three eighty five in the United States. I bring that one up in large part because twenty five years ago, um, that's kind of where gasoline was. It would go from two to four dollars, two to four dollars. I wasn't in California. So to see it at 385, it tells me that it's not a long-term tax in our life. Not like housing prices or car prices, where it continues to go higher and higher. Apple announced its iPhone 15 lineup, and one of the things that they did was, hey, we have a USB-C port. So of course, they now have an adapter to keep all those lightning cables you've been hoarding. And it'll be an adapter from Lightning to USB-C, which I think is kind of funny. $29. That's the price of that. 32%. What do you think that number is all about? Nearly a third, 32% of home builders reduced home prices to juice sales in September. That's the largest percentage since December of 2022. That's the indication of an overall downward trend in builder confidence. Some people ask me to repeat this because I talked quickly. Yesterday, I talked about a benchmark that you should have in your life. The standard guideline to the equivalent of your salary saved by age 30. So if you make 100000 you should have 100000 saved by age 30 for retirement. Three times your salary by age 40. So that'd be 300000 Six times your salary by age 50, that'd be 600000 Eight times your salary by 60, 800000 Ten times your salary. Is that right? Does that feel like the right number to you? Um, I like it a little bit higher. I want to end it 20 times my salary. I've hit that goal. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. It is now more expensive in college. What's the most expensive thing? Is it uh, college? Is it daycare for your child? Or is it ownership of a car for your child? Parents spend a lot about worrying about college education, college tuition for their children. Everyone already knows raising a child is expensive, but it's getting even pricier. Owning a car costs $11,378 a year for a teenager to drive a new car. 
That's more than in-state tuition. There you go. So owning a car is more expensive than in-state tuition. A new car. It's kind of important to throw down. But child care is $15,995. That's the winner. Child care is more expensive than sending your kid to college. And when you look at the child care you're getting, you certainly go, wait, wait, what? I'm not knocking anyone who does child care. It's just not. You think of a college professor in your head as probably being smarter than your nanny. Um, but I'm getting into trouble quickly here, so I will shut up. NASDAQ, SP, and Dow were all winners yesterday. I don't really, it, it didn't feel like it, right? Stocks inched up. You need a four-day skid. The Writers Guild of America has tentative deal with Hollywood Studios insured investors that there will actually be some new movies to show in theaters next year. ChatGPT did the coolest thing yesterday. Spotify announced that my podcast could now be translated into seven different languages overseas. But on top of that, OpenAI said they could have two-way conversations that are far more complex than the cocktail party small talk that Alexa and Siri uh, give you. So just like that, ChatGPT has different languages that can instantly translate this podcast tonight. So you have a, a French buddy who's in just finished college, the collegiate years. You can say, hey, this guy kind of can help you. I think that's fascinatingly scary. And for the record, it will learn my voice in a matter of less than two or three minutes. So it'll have me in a perfect French accent. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that other than it doesn't feel natural, but let's go with it. It's kind of cool way to think of me as a media star or real media stars being able to extend their dominance. So now the French actors don't have or the French podcasters don't have, you know, relevance on the French podcast world as much as say show a podcast. I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to get into that. Just want to shut up, do my job. President Biden's going to make history today by walking to the UAW picket line as they fight for a fair share of the value they helped create. Um, I predict if the UAW gets what they want, General Motors, Ford, or Stellantis will go out of business and be bankrupt again at some point, or the cars will almost double in price. Um, right now, Elon Musk has the cheapest cost per worker per hour. And the UAW is asking for things like pensions to come back. And that's why GM and Ford have been awful investments for the last 60 years. Awful. Um, their cost of doing business on their financial sta statements are too high. I predict Europe and especially Toyota out of Asia will uh, dominate the U.S. car market in the years to come. And that's just, again... A lot of people looked at the record profits that the automakers made in the last couple of years. It's because of the, the COVID where they didn't have to pay auto workers. They stayed at home. And uh, there was very few cars that were made and the ones that were made 
didn't have to be reduced. So I, I don't know if I'm on either side here, to be quite honest with you. I'm just, I, I guess I'm on the side of capitalism where I'm telling you this isn't going to end well. Just throwing that down there for you. There's your happy thought of the day. This is not going to end well. Okay. Warren Buffett said that about the stock market. I'll share that with you a little bit later in the show. Tenure Treasury note yesterday played with 4.55%. It kissed 4.56% overnight. It's down to 4.49% this morning. It's trying to figure out where the market goes from here. Jamie Dimon said interest rates could still go considerably higher. Jamie Dimon, one of my favorite bankers. Um, people are pulling money out of the stock market. We're seeing the fund flows showing that. I've said that I would say 95%, 90% of my investment decisions this year have been to stay in cash 30. for new money. Minneapolis Fed President Kashkari said he thinks another rate hike would likely happen before the end of the year and that the Fed will need to stay higher for longer. The economy is stronger than expected. We've got a great jobs market, but we also have a 40% spike in energy prices in the third quarter. Third quarter cannot end fast enough for me as far as uh, reporting on negative news. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Earlier this year, I talked about a strategist who said something beautiful. And you don't typically say that. When you talk about investments, it was a strategist who said the next 15 years is going to be a lot tougher than the last 15 years. And I've kind of stolen that and made it my own. I understand. And I say this on a regular basis on the show. The last 15 years, I've really benefited from low interest rates. I bought homes that increased in value, not because of a location, 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 but because of low interest rates. Location pays his part. I've bought stocks that have gone up one-fold, two-fold, three-fold, four-fold, five-fold, six-fold, seven-fold. Again, because low interest rates. There was no choice for bonds. There was no, no choice for... There was just no choice for bonds. Savings, cash was trash. I've done pretty well. But again, I'm smart enough to say, yes, my stock picking is good, but I think the interest rate environment makes good great. I think the next 15 years are going to look a lot different. If you believe that the Fed is going to keep interest rates higher longer, let's just say for two years, not 15. But that the rates aren't going to go down to record lows in 15 years. That, that's part of the, the formula, too. Now, again, this could all change with COVID, a nuclear strike, another 9-11, oil at $200 a barrel. This can all change. But what kind of shook me yesterday was Warren Buffett. He's the man. Warren Buffett is adjusting his outlook. He's known as the Oracle of Omaha. 
He voices concern about the state of the U.S. economy. He noted that the incredible period of growth of the U.S. economy seems to be slowing down and that most of the company's businesses would likely report lower earnings this year compared with the previous year. He owns a company of companies. Berkshire Hathaway owns a lot of little companies, not a lot of little companies, but a lot of companies. That runs in stark contrast to his typically optimistic stance on the U.S. economy. What changed? Persistently high inflation, rising interest rates, an ongoing banking crisis. Charlie Munger has become more cautious. It's his longtime business partner, Warren Buffett's. Charlie Munger said it best, get used to making less sugar. I love that phrase. That's a nice one. Charlie Munger is, and this is where I get a little bit rude because my uh, tendency to be think what I say comes out. He's kind of old and he's done some really weird stuff. Like he gives money to the University of California, Santa Barbara, but he has like conditions on what's to be built with it and whatnot. And I, I, I guess that's fair. I don't give away the kind of money that he does. But when anytime I give away money, it's condition free. He's talking about commercial real estate, saying it's historically offered robust returns, outpacing the S&P 500 over a 25 year span. Investing in this asset class, individuals can gain exposure to institutional quality properties leased by well-known brands like CVS, Kroger and Walmart. He wants you to diversify is what he's getting at. If you want to stay relevant, he said, consider exploring international stocks. Commercial real estate hasn't been great in the last 10 years. International stocks haven't been great in the last 20 years, in my opinion. If you've avoided them, you've done better. But again, that's why I'm doing this, this, this angle here. Warren Buffett talked about the extraordinary period of gains in the U.S. are slowing. Keep cash on hand. Given Berkshire Hathaway's impressive cash reserves of $130 billion at the end of the first quarter, it's evident that Buffett's preferred asset at the moment is, is treasury bills. You've always heard about how much cash Apple has and how they're doing all these buybacks. and They've got a, kind of a small dividend. But $191 billion in cash earning 5.5%, it's, it's possible now. And that's not a bad return for cash for saving for a rainy day. Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett's po- uh, partner, talked about Apple's new high-yield savings account. It's 10 times the national average. And it gets you more than the dividend on the S P five hundred. I'm not saying Warren Buffett's saying stocks are dead because it's not what he's saying. I think he said the incredible period, quote, incredible period of growth for the U.S. economy seems to be slowing down. I take that for reals. So Charlie Munger's 99 years old and he's always had a thing that kind of freaks me out because the pictures of him aren't graceful. 
He's got one big eye and one small eye. And I don't know what medical condition that is, but it's a medical condition. But when I say that and you see that, you go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty obvious. Charlie Munger, I like. I really do. He's a little less poetic and smooth than Warren Buffett. Um, an international trading platform that's 75 cheaper than the one that is uh, in the United States. They went to Japan for a reason, to buy stocks. He says, don't buy IPOs because hedge funds get all the good, good stuff and you're left with the, the leftovers. I agree with that, typically. The IPOs we're seeing today are companies that could have come public at a higher price two years ago. And they're only coming public now because venture capitalists aren't willing to give them money, which is not exactly a good bottom uh, truth. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything they want to talk about? Relatively weak mega cap stocks today. 30. They're having a disproportionate feel on the stock market. Earlier this week, we saw mega caps underperform, but the Russell 2000 do well. We saw that earlier this year, where there's better breath in the market. Specter of rates stayed higher for longer. Are you prepared? That's why I work with CFPs. Grab me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. So for new money... What I'm looking for are things that have underperformed. One good example is Target. We've seen the violent and shoplifter videos. We've seen their problems that they got into with Pride Month, of which, for the record, Burger King, off topic, is getting into trouble right now because they canceled all their advertising, essentially on Russell Brand's podcasts and the right wing and YouTube channels. And the right wing essentially said, um, he's guilty until proven innocent. So let's cancel Burger King. And I'm like, really? I am so happy I'm not young and cancel angry. Either way, it would get me worked up, I think. And I'd probably have a heart attack and die. Target stock has dropped 20% so far this year. If you own a company like a Target, you don't own it, in my opinion, for growth. There's plenty of targets already out there. You own it because of a little bit of a dividend and a little bit of growth. I.e., they don't lose money on transactions except for when hundreds of millions of dollars stuff gets stolen from them. So it's not meant to be Apple or Google or Microsoft or Activision or Take Two. It's not meant to be. Walmart. And I'd say Walmart has a better, slimmer focus going into a potential recession than, say, Target does. Because Target has some nice stuff like iPhones and computer sections and electronics. A lot going on there. Now, when you're down 20% uh, on a year, it's telling you some things aren't adding up. But Barron's has a nice article talking about how the margins are starting to improve. 
In 2022, the company's earnings before interest tax and margins fell to a 3.5% range, roughly half the nearly 7% average over the past 14 years. Target's had a bad run. But margins have recovered to the tune of about 90 basis points in the first half of the year. They had a run during COVID where they just couldn't get the right product, so they double order. Then suddenly the double order would show up three months after the season ended. They'd be trying to sell winter jackets in spring. Shipping costs have gone up. Manufacturing costs have gone up. Um, Barron's has seen a 38% upside from where the stock's trading today. Should you do it? I don't know. Consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stock I ever mentioned on the show. There was like a negative video on Target this weekend where there's a lot of food and grocery carts. And a TikToker was like, they're throwing all this food away. What's wrong with America? Only later to find out that the electricity went out for like two days at the store. They had to throw all the food away. Uh, again, I don't grocery shop at Target. Uh, so I don't really have a lot of like pain management in that kind of story. But I get it. I get where people are in America and what they see is sometimes what they want to see. It's unfortunate, even with the Russell Brand thing. Um, for a man who was known wildly to be promiscuous 20 years ago to be accused of being wildly promiscuous, but in a rapey kind of way, instead of a, oh, he's just the funny guy who's wildly promiscuous. I, I don't have a judgment there. All I can tell you is that this is, these are different times and women need to be able to say we've been victims. Um, just as much as men and children do as well. Uh, I feel a lot of pain for a woman who is enduring this kind of scandal in their life. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Let's take a look around. Let's go around the baseball league, shall we? Um, see what's kind of happening out there. Amazon is priming AI. They pump billions of dollars into ChatGPT competitor. ChatGPT, Chat I think, is kind of what we always hoped Amazon Alexa would do. Answer complex questions. But to me, it would be like, hey, Alexa, what's a funny joke? And that's about as good as we got from Amazon's Alexa. But Amazon's going to invest up to $4 billion in Anthropic, starting out with a unit of $1.25 billion. Amazon, along with every other Zuck, Musk, and Harry, is trying to get ahead in the generative AI race. Anthropic, whose founders happen to include OpenAI alumni, Amazon is deploying a similar strategy to Microsoft, which is a major backer of OpenAI, basically buying their way in saying, we will let you use your services on ours if we can buy into your business and you use our cloud services. It's not quite as bad as WorldCom. WorldCom had a big problem with their financial statements where they said, you know, we'll give you long distance if you give us something in return. So it looked like they were growing their revenues, even though it was bartering. That's oversimplifying it by a lot. But this isn't this isn't 
Amazon winning or Microsoft winning. It's kind of you scratch my back, I scratch your back. The young companies need money. The young AI companies need money. And the old tech companies are getting an investment out of it, as well as an agreement to use their services in cloud, which, again, the big players are Google, Microsoft, and Amazon. Very profitable, fat margin businesses. Transportation Secretary Peter, Peter, Pete, Pete, don't call me Peter, Peter Buttigieg, Peter, I did it again, Pete Buttigieg, um, talked about some of the infrastructure projects. It's part of the $1 trillion infrastructure bill signed by President Joe Biden in 2021. The $1.4 billion in federal grants will go towards 70 projects in 35 states tied towards trains. Some of the train companies uh, affected by this, Norfolk Southern. Don't forget Norfolk Southern had a train derailment in Springfield, Ohio. Trying to say your infrastructure needs more safety. In February, a Norfolk Southern train also went off the tracks in East Palestine, Ohio. What's up with Ohio and train accidents? There have been 1,200 derailments since 2020. That's three a day. Most are not a big deal, but when they're a big deal, we pay a lot of attention. House Republicans are proposing cutting Amtrak's 2024 funding by 65% or $1.6 Cut funding, you're going to see more accidents. Is the likely A plus B equals um, I like I like Norfolk Southern as a long-term patient investment. I'm looking at, in my office right now, I've got picture frames, I've got lamps, I've got candles, I've got a desk, I've got a monitor, computers, microphone, books. And they all traveled across from where they were manufactured via train or truck. Maybe even a plane. You remember the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with John Candy? Oh, those aren't pillows. Kind of sad that he's dead, right? For a moment in time, he was really funny until you go back in time and rewatch the movies like Uncle Buck. Not funny at all. Some movies don't age well. Some movies age like milk. Some movies age like fine wine. Maybe it's because I have daddy issues. Field of dreams. I get teary-eyed every time at the end of that one. And what it's funny is I don't like Kevin Costner. And that is a Kevin Costner film. Through and through. Really hated him in Bull Durham. I know you're saying you have strong opinions about people you don't know. Sometimes I do. Um, I was looking at some of the specs on NVIDIA and their GPUs yesterday and how much uh, faster they're getting than AMDs with what's called DLSS. And I, I watched a presentation by an NVIDIA scientist on DLSS 10 delivering full neural rendering. It is the craziest thing that you'll see. If you go to YouTube and Google NVIDIA DLSS, uh, deep learning, neural networks, neural rendering, there's one video called Deep Learning Super Sampling. 
and it's pretty impressive the technology. I know you can look at some of the video games like Fortnite and Cyberpunk, and you can say, "Oh, I get it." But when you see what they're doing for the next five years, I don't think you see it coming. It's pretty spectacular stuff, in my opinion. Conference Sports Consumer Confidence Index dropped to 103 reading in September from an upwardly revised 101. The index, um, it's tough to really understand confidence. We're going to get spending on Friday. That's a lot easier because that's hard data. But the key takeaway from soft data in consumer confidence is the drop in consumer confidence was driven by consumers weakening expectations for future business conditions, job availability, and incomes. All of that translates into softer spending activity in the United States. Elsewhere, new home sales declined 8.7% month over month. On a year-over-year basis, new home sales were up 5.8%. But short term, people are getting a little bit anxious. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. New event coming up at the end of October. Learn more about it at robblackshow.com. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. The average price for used cars increased 33% from 2019 to this year. That's aggressive. Going from 20,398 to 27,133. And there was periods where there's a little bit higher than that. So it's cooled a little bit. Still a little bit of sticker shock there for me. Earlier, I talked about parents spending a lot of money worrying about how they'll afford college. It turns out that college is not the biggest expense on children these days. Teen car ownership now costs more than in-state tuition. Cost $11,378 for a teen to own and drive a car. Soaring prices for auto insurance, maintenance, car repairs, vehicle prices, parts, and gasoline. Those car services have gone up three times faster than the tuition at four-year state universities. Child care for children also going up faster than the price of college. This one's a little bit dicier to look at because clearly states like Hawaii and New York are going to be more expensive than states like South Carolina. But in 28 out of 50 states, child care tops in-state tuition. Does that make you think, and I got to be very careful on this one. Does that make you think twice about having a kid? Or do you think about the cost of having a kid before having a kid? I will be, I will tell you, my kid came to me and he asked for an $800, $800. What do you think he asked for? Chair. And I almost fell out of my chair going, uh, why do you need an $800 chair? Well, I'm working at the computer a lot. I'm like, do you have a better answer than just that? Or can I find one that's orthopedically great for half the price? Let's just say daddy's going to be guilted into it. 
Old Softy is my name. Um, I'd like to see some mergers and acquisitions. One company that's reeling is Disney. And it's brought in the idea of Apple buying Disney at some point in time. It's a fascinating thought. A year after returning to Disney for a second tour, CEO Bob Iger has begun to lay out his plan for the media giant. He's hung up a for sale sign at linear TV assets like ABC and networks like FX and National Geographic. He's looking for content or distribution partners to help ESPN to go direct to consumer. The question is, is he stripping down the company so they could sell the rest of it to Disney? Like the film studio and the streaming business. And then just keep Disney as a parks and cruise company. Apple has long been seen by some analysts as the most obvious acquirer of all or part of Disney. They both have what are called a prestige sheen. Iger has a long-standing relationship with Steve Jobs. Uh, had a long-standing relationship with Steve Jobs, is the right way of saying that since his dad. Disney acquired Pixar from Jobs, and the Disney CEO held a seat on Apple's board until 2019. That relationship has continued under Tim Cook. Tim Cook's getting older. Bob Iger's got three years left on his contract, essentially three and a half. A partnership where Disney would create content for Apple's Vision Pro Mixed Reality headset was announced a couple months ago. Apple certainly has the money, $62 billion in cash and cash equivalents of $2.8 trillion with market cap. Disney's got, um, I'm sorry, Disney's $151 billion market cap. So it's, it's a, not a, it's a huge acquisition. Don't get me wrong, but it's doable. It would receive regulatory scrutiny. I think a lot of it would depend on if you thought the Biden administration was going to stay in power or the Trump administration might come back because one would be more friendly towards mergers and acquisitions than the other. Iger said he considers the studio streaming and parks businesses to have the most value. So taking its businesses one by one, it's hard to see Disney selling any of those. Those three businesses also are inextricably linked through the company's iconic intellectual property. It would be hard to imagine operating the parks or streaming businesses without owning the popular franchises that fuel them. If they can get rid of ABC and potentially uh, FX, maybe sell off ESPN or maybe Apple would want it. Again, Apple doesn't really have a lot of expertise in cruise lines or theme parks. There'd be a mind-bending culture shock difference between the two firms. But it would certainly beef up Apple TV overnight. Disney plans to launch a streaming version of ESPN, but to do so, it needs help with distribution marketing. So it can drive enough revenue from viewers and advertisers. Obviously, um, Apple does distribution with companies like Verizon and AT&T. If you take a look at viewers by providers, YouTube is number one. Netflix, number two. Amazon Prime Video, number three. $236 million to $170 million to $157 million. Apple TV is down at $42.1 million. 
So ESPN would help drive viewership and subscription to Apple TV. One. Um, Dan Ives, Wedbush Securities, a longtime Apple bull who recently wrote a note arguing for Apple to buy ESPN, sees sports as a way for Cook to drive the tech giant's streaming future. I'm not saying when there's smoke, there's fire. Google Meta will all look at live sports content as well. Amazon, because of Prime membership, would have more scrutiny from the uh, FTC. But everyone wants live sports content. Apple buying ESPN. Think about it. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.